Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Not Just Talk. Did you hear Did you hear the, <laughs> the intro? I think she's like, do we have to have this conversation? <laughs> Hi, Joni. Good morning. Good morning, LaTanya. Good morning, everybody. How are you? It's two T's today, Tanya and Tony. Uh, oh, well, you know, my sister's name is Tanya, so... In real life, I have. In real life, I am Tanya and Tony. (laughs) So, (laughs) right, right. That's that. Right. So, in real life, I am Tanya and Tony. Mm -hmm. Well, we have everybody at the top of the show. We're talking about dating. We're gonna we're gonna dive into dating after we chat a little bit. Um, Dating in the fifties because it's a huge conversation, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's my real life, actually. (laughs) So, so (laughs) today we are talking about my real life. And I'm going to let you lead this conversation. I, I don't know if I can lead. I don't know how well I'm doing at this subject, but I can certainly contribute something to hey, it. They but. may be able to write a book after this or at least start a, a blog. What can yeah, I we, I'm actually making the motion up at my ear. Call me. Anybody interested, call, call, call it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to give it just before we start the dating conversation. I just want to give a shout out to all the teachers in California that came to a deal to have librarians in every school and to increase their salaries. Thank you, people, for pulling it together. Our kids are our investment. They're our future. So important. Um, Even though we have a couple of additional strikes starting (laughs) around the country, I've been watching those teachers. I think I'm a teacher at heart. You know, you know me. Oh, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you are actually a teacher. So, and and I've taught too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yes. I mean, I really have taught. <laughs> yeah, you really have. You have taught. So you taught at the at the at the university level. So yeah, I, I yeah yeah. What can I? I, I love. I still love it. Love it. I want. That's how I want to transform my final days. I want to make sure I'm somewhere in that space. So I just want to say shout out. We love you, teachers. We love you. They're yeah, my we favorite. sure do. You guys work harder than anybody. Um, I have right. a couple of friends who homeschool their kids, or their kids were homeschooled. Uh, you know, growing up, and they asked me if I had kids, which I don't have any, but they asked if if you had kids, would you homeschool? And I was like, no, I want somebody to have the pleasure of my company's kids every day. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. No. <laughs> no those crumb snatchers. Yeah. Um, they, I'm going to share this love. <laughs> okay, so Tony, Tell us about your dating scene. Is that, is that should I start it that way? <laughs> oh, about my. How do you want to? Yeah, because you're very shy. No, no, not really. I'm not shy. I'm really uh-huh. not shy. No, I'm a bit reserved, and I think sometimes people. Uh, that's it. Yeah, take that for shyness. I'm. Yeah, I'm you're absolutely. I stand corrected. You're right. That's the perfect word. Might yeah. observe before I jump into the ring, but I'm not. I'm actually uh, pretty outgoing, pretty friendly. I, you know, but I'm a Capricorn. I like what I like. Right. And that's it. You know, I'm not really um, moved by just everybody, everything. So maybe that's why I'm sometimes perceived as shy, but it's really reserved. And I'm it's really, good. are you really yeah. saying I really don't like you? <laughs> no, it's not, I'm not going to do something. 
it's less likely that I will do something that I know I don't want to do. And pretty much sometimes I know when I meet somebody, no. And so I would be less likely to say, all right, let me give it a chance. I'm more likely to say no. How people, Hmm? how do people approach your elegance? You know, I'm very earthy. I'm like a, uh, as you know, a mad scientist and mm-hmm. uh, loving to read and I'm over the top and learning. And and so I, you know, I have to have that that advanced people, someone totally engaged with getting better. How do people, because when you walk in a room, because I, I always hope to be as elegant as oh, you geez, are. My God, I, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I, uh, l- listeners, I'm I not kidding. That. It's like a freaking fashion show. <laughs> She's just I mean, she's she's like Oscar level no, it is, elegant. That it, it really you is. Know, you really know what are. it was? My mother was like that. My mother believed in an ensemble, so I was raised that you should have an ensemble, <laughs> not that's just it. a pair of pants and a shirt. It had to have the coat and the whatever else and you know. Gloves. And I will now whatever I will have on a coat <laughs> and a topper, uh, you know, a walking jacket. Uh, right, because most it. of us just have like right. f- like thick fall coats, two winter coats, and right. you just put it, it just on. I actually have a coat freaking collection, and truth be told, I'm looking at a coat online right right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, for those that don't know me, I am often I go from blow dry to to, to afro hair. Um, but you know me and my daishikis, and I wear sandals in the winter, and, and I don't go a lot of places because I'll. I'll have to get dressed up, <laughs> but I dressed up so much as a kid. And so as I got older and worked through corporate America, you know, it was like, um, it's earthy meets Einstein because Einstein's one of my favorite people that have walked the earth. And then I, I just love the concept of being very earthy, which throws people off. They don't know how to take that. Sometimes they think, well, is she going to be um, rebellious or an activist or come for me or, or something like that? But um, you want to tell us anything else about this dating piece? Because, you know, in our 50s, we were in that sweet space. You're either Tony and I have never we've never you've never been married, correct? No, I have. No, I have not. And I've never been married. never had kids. But I really planned it. Tony, I'm telling you, my, when I was a kid and, and I was about six or seven, my mother said, someone says, one day Tanya's going to get married. And I scream, no, mommy, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, mommy, no. I don't want to get married. And uh-huh. I'm just not wired. And uh. because of that, men meet me in 30 seconds and say, man, you're the person I'd love to marry. Uh-huh. Like, get out of here, knucklehead. You know, I mean, it's a compliment. But um, and so my aha moment was and I have several friends and people that I know that are looking for a mate like it's a job. They are literally on the Internet working it. Um, and then they show up with these very aggressive, I, I love the Lord and, and you got to know what you want. And, it, and it's this, this cheat and frighten everyone. And I say to people all the time, I'm not trying to brag, but I have men that many, many men <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that have said, and, and often they probably say it because they know they can't have it. You know, they're not gonna, they're like, you know, I'll tell her, but I know she's not gonna go for it. Yeah. Um, well, um, people, people size you up too ahead of time. You know what I mean? They chances are it's 
somebody who may be looking about looking at you, thinking about you, has also seen you a couple of places or seen you in a couple of situations. And I think people size you up ahead of time. This is somebody who I have to come correct with, or you may be somebody, you know, she, she likes a good time. We can have a good time together. That's all I'm interested in is a good time. So I think people kind of review ahead of time and right. look at people and say, can I meet, can I meet her expectations? Can I meet his expectations? Yeah, and I, I think I, I attract, because I'm very nurturing, mm-hmm. I don't have to try to be nice. Mm-hmm. I I'm, And I know that. I mean, it, the, I have to, you know, I started writing, I know this is going to sound kooky, but I started writing letters to myself when I was nine. And I wrote letters to myself because I wanted to hear. I couldn't, I wasn't hearing what I needed to hear. I, I kid you not. I know that sounds really weird. And as a matter of fact, I have several copies of those letters. And so when I was nine and 10, I literally wrote letters to myself, um, looking at myself in the mirror saying, man, you're really a good friend. And I had a great day today, (laughs) you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and that kind of stuff. And um, it it gave me my, I I, I now knew that's one of the suggestions because we're going to cover the top 10 things they say you should do if you want to date in your fifties. And one of the top things is write down what you want, you know, basically Write something down long-term and short-term and be very clear. Be very, yeah. very clear. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna shoot down those and discuss them. Right. But I don't know, how, how much did your family impact how you date or how you, what you're looking for in a mate? Well, one, we were not, my sister and I were not allowed to date until we got out of high school and probably we moved on to campus and we went to college and moved on to campus. That's where pretty much the dating took place. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, maybe when in my senior year, I was allowed to go to Broadway play with somebody. Uh, it was a couple of boys who came to the house, but you were in the living room. And, um, and that was kind of the social life. We were not, my mother w- was not with it at all. <laughs> At all. So you did not believe in that. So most of the dating took place in college. But I remember in high school at my church, there was a teen club. And we went to teen club every Wednesday, me and my friends. And there were a lot of discussions about dating, knowing yourself, you know, how to be yourself. I think a lot of that really helped me to develop into who I was going to be as a as a person, as a young person, and help kind of guide me into my dating life. And that's how I actually started dating. And I think because my mother was not with it early on, I was older, I was a little smarter by the time I really started to date. And I made better better decisions. I made better decisions because of it. And I also felt like, you know, I don't want to just go out with anybody. I don't want to just be with anybody. You know, you can be with anybody if you want to. You had a different sense of value. Right. I didn't I didn't want that. I don't like trouble. <laughs> yeah. I don't like No, no, no I, I, I get it. Because it's so interesting. I don't know how, how much this impacts you. Mm-hmm. But my behavior and my thoughts and belief about marriage is really stems from my childhood. Right. right. And, and my parents had a great relationship and it worked for them mm-hmm. and they adored each other and blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, all the, uh, the problems that so many people have had to experience and my heart goes out to them. You know, we didn't have that hitting and none of that stuff in my, my household. 
that so many people have to endure. Right. But I have to tell you, because they were 1930 babies, and in their mind, I was supposed to get married, settle back, and let my husband be the head of the household and be obedient. It never worked for me. And it I was clear from that because that's what I was told. And I never I never believed it. I never believed that as a child, even though it worked for my parents to it. I mean, my mother, my father wasn't that kind of father that said you need to be obedient and do what I say. And because uh, Ruby was going to do Ruby. But they tried to sort of say they tried to put that on me in regards to when you get married, you're going to have to your husband's going to. I just, and I'm not sorry for this, I am firm, and as I get older, I don't want anyone to show up in my life with a role that they're going to head my house. We can partner it together, but we, you sure in the heck not going to trump a card <laughs> on me, and that's, you partnership really works for me. But, well, you built, you've built a life, and I think that's what happens in your 50s, is that you've built a life, and so somebody who's going to come in your life has to understand that you have built a life and hopefully not hopefully, but it's required that they have a life too. I, I, you know, I need somebody who's got a life already. Um, you know, it's not looking for me. First of all, you have to be your own happiness. If you're not your own happiness, you got, it's going to be problematic. Uh, you you have to, you're right. No, you're right. You, Go ahead. You, have, I'm sorry. you have to have to make yourself. You have to know how to make yourself, and you have to be okay with being alone. And I find a lot of people are not okay with being alone. Oh, Tony, I, think I love a lot being alone. of times make people make really poor decisions about mates because they were afraid they were going to be alone. Right. And you said you never thought you would be married. In my twenties, my early twenties, maybe I thought I would one day get married to somebody. But as I moved into my 30s and I really wasn't dating people who I felt were marriage material, that became less of a thought for me. And then I fell into my business. I fell into a business life that was important. And so marriage wasn't top of mind. It, It never really was, but it certainly wasn't then. You know, I knew that I wanted my business and I knew I wanted to be happy and I didn't want anybody to come along and cause any unhappiness in my life or the possibility of unhappiness in my life. That was, that was a no brainer. That was that, a no brainer in your fifties. Are mm-hmm. you, cause I've never, I, you know, it's very interesting and I know mm-hmm. people are going to cringe. I thought if I did ever get married, if I got married and it would not be a traditional marriage at all whatsoever, I have to stress that <laughs> I would absolutely, it would probably be not a person of color. Um, Mm -hmm. not an Mm African-American and um, only because my interest is just very hard to find someone in the dynamics that loved to wake up and go to the museum at five o'clock in the morning, you know, and that was my New York ritual and uh, read global newspapers. And I'm just a firm believer of so many different thoughts. And I thought, not that it, it is, you know, people of color don't think that way. It's just that I don't find that level of diversity, you know, I, and I, and I'm, when I'm talking about a non-person of color, I don't mean even an American. I always thought I would mar- if I got married, it would be someone from Greece mm-hmm. or, cause, a, a, or someone from, from Europe somewhere because I, I feel it's my kinship. That's where I feel close to home. Right. Um, and for whatever reason. And so in your 50s, would it be a problem dating out of your, your, your culture? 
I don't think so. I think it's, I think the problem is meeting people. Like, do you You know a Mandingo warrior? No, I I, I just, you know, I want somebody who's for me, who thinks the moon comes, you know, the sun comes up every day because of me. (laughs) And I don't mean that level of attention, but that there's an importance in the partnership um, that we can support each other, that we can build a life together and be happy. And that's pretty much what I need, I think. You know, I need happiness. I don't I don't want anybody to come in my space and be a problem. Um, right. And I got to try to get you out. You know what you I know, mean? You know, one of the issues we have in our 50s, in most cases, in most cases, um, there's children involved. And so you and I never had children. Right, so right. most men have children, most. And then in the 50s, most men have uh, children and grandchildren. So all of those d- dynamics have to come in, into the space. Um and for women that have never, never, never been married and had children, that's a that's a hoot to get used to. You're right. like, wait, what? What's the tribe behind you? And let mm-hmm. me, you, you know, adult kids calling daddy at eleven o'clock at night because they mad at their husband, and you know, grandkids are sick, and, and so mm-hmm. there are there's you know we this connection. There's a lot of strategic decisions made in this space because if you love to be alone. I, and I cannot tell you why I love to be alone so much, but I really, really do. Um, I just enjoy it. Right. Well, it's, it's peace of mind. There's a lot to be said about peace of mind. And, you know, also, too, in your 50s, you're also concerned about maintaining your health, your right. mental oh, health yeah. and your physical health. You can't have mental health happiness and you can't have good health if you are bothered by a relationship, I mean, a serious issue in a relationship. And then sometimes people won't leave. <laughs> <We just laughs> <won't> leave. No, <laughs> yeah, no I, I totally agree. Or yeah, that health thing is such a, a big piece a big because piece at now. a certain age, if yeah. you've had, if you were abused as a child and your wife left you and cheated with you, with your brother, whatever the case may be, you lost a child, uh, um, you lost your parents young. You get to a certain, at 50, it's time to get it fixed. It's like all bets are off. All bets are off. Stop, take a year, heal, or whatever it takes. Um, because to bring that level of stuff in the 50s in a relationship, I've just never seen it work. And I've seen so many of those relationships with those problems, you know? I saw a post on Facebook a uh, day before yesterday, and in big giant letters, it said, Be mentally attractive. Oh my goodness, that's sexy. I love stuff I like, like that. You I think I tried to hit the share button about 30 times. <laughs> it's that important. It really we're gonna is that to, We're going to have to go. You, we're going to have to go to a commercial. But what was that? One more time before we hit the commercial. Okay. Be mentally attractive. Be mentally attractive. So when we That's come back from our break, we're going to talk about the 10 tips that every single woman over 50 needs to know. And we're going to really, we had a deep dive. I like that, to be mm-hmm. mentally attractive. It's a yeah. sexy thing. It made me happy. I'm yeah. happy. We'll be okay. back. Thanks for listening. (laughs) This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success 
is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age. From relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, not just talk, listening audience around the world. You know, Tina, I mean, Tony, when they said uh, call in, I was like, no, we don't want anyone. We don't want any. Don't y'all call in today. (laughs) We're talking about dating. We are going to jump into the 10 tips, but, you know, I want to talk about how important is is sex in the 50s? You know, is is it earth shattering is it more do you think i mean this is a guess uh, I, I mean you know uh, or you just your opinion do you think it's more of an issue of really quality companionship it's the moments i always said to people you know people get so bent out of shape this is how odd i am and i i love my oddness i think pouring a couple of cup of coffee the right way is a very emotional and 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 sensuous you know i think everything people do because people get so bent out of shape about let me tell you they slept with someone i said look they slept with someone a long time ago the way they you know, did other activities leading up to that. The, 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 the sin had already been committed if it was, <laughs> if they, if they were married, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, well, y- you know what I'm talking about, right? But how is, how is, how important is sex uh, in, in the fifties? Do you think I, I should, I have to research it. I didn't research I don't it. Know, I guess, I guess people are different. It, it, it depends. I guess it depends on what you're after. Um, but, I don't even know what to say because, again, <laughs> it's it's you the know, companionship I, piece I, to yeah, me it, that, it, that is, is so important. I mean, I, you know, I think everybody's done, you know, we t- took enough, you know, rumbles in the sheet. 
But I will uh, say this. Because you can be very, it could be a very empty experience if you don't have a connection with that person. I but some, do th- some people are okay ahead. with that. Yeah, some people no, are okay with no. that. No, I totally agree. I, I do believe with, and, and I've, I've thought about the impact that our social environment have in a relationship. So for that relationship that no, boy, I really have to work hard to stay gainfully employed because in my community, you know, there's just not enough jobs. Of course, the relationship takes the hit. Right. The relationship right, takes the right. hit. Uh, uh, everything goes back to that relationship going um, um, taking a hit. And, and I've thought about the dynamics. I know when I, you know, I have the southern house and my neighbors, I, I was I'm floored by it. How many people said, hi, how are you? Are you married? And I said, I'm not going to answer them because I refuse to stoop. I think that's a stoop for me because marriage doesn't define you. That's one thing I want us women of our 50s to remember because I know people sweating to get married, but marriage doesn't define you. And I look at myself that's probably had, oh my goodness, at least 50 men that literally were serious. Um, some of these men I had never even gone on a date with. They just work with me. And, you know, I have letters that say, look, it, wherever you are, if you ever decide to take, you know, marriage serious, <laughs> let me know. You let me know. And I'm always saying, I, because I don't come for you and I'm just who I am. Um, and that's the sad part about women in the 50s when they're, they're literally working. They're working like it's a job to be married. You don't have to do that, lady. In some places, Latanya, women are judged by the fact, you know, of whether or not they've been married before. Like, you know, if 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 you haven't been married, obviously there's something wrong with you. And you can find this online oh, yeah. I've heard uh, and, that my whole and YouTube. Life. It's something I've... called. Uh, there's a show on YouTube. It's a it's a uh, footage from an event called oh, yes. the Tequila Chronicles. Oh yeah, <laughs> the boss comment. Right, when a guy stands up and, and he's in front of a group of people, men and women, and they're talking about relationships, and he says, my father told me if a woman is, I think he said 32 and never been married, something's wrong with her. Right. Oh, my God, you have to and, see this video. Because no, I, saw, I, saw, I love it. And, and then yeah. the woman says, tell your daddy that the woman is driving a Lexus, have a college degree, and she is a boss. And I and I that is. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So it was I, it, it was it, it, which just, just goes to show that people still think that way. Oh no, something's so, I, I, I mean I, I I recently, this last month, two people said to me, uh, you know, well, what you know, wrong what's wrong with you? With you? Well, I, I don't understand why you're not married. Like, I, stopped, I, I stopped going home, but yeah, I, I think that I think that's an education thing. I mean, you know, you don't may not like it, but I just think it's because uh, there's so many conversations that stop that thinking, and that's why I think it's a lack of knowledge about a bigger subject. If people right. really knew what it, if people when people say to me, Tanya, why you work so hard? I said, but look what I have, and I enjoy that. That's for me. Um, and, and I'm not a greedy person and I don't need to be Oprah Winfrey, but I want to be able to enjoy my life the way I want it. And marriage never fit in it for me. Well, you know, it's very important to develop your life because there's no guarantee of, 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 a, of, a, of a mate. There's no guarantee. But if you if you like your life and your life is comfortable and you built it the way you want it, there's a lot of satisfaction in that. Oh, yeah. A lot remember, of satisfaction. I remember my dad once said, Tanya, know how to change a tire in a car. Know how to start the company and run it. Because what if your husband have a tragedy? And what if he can't work the rest of his life? What are you going to do? 
You're going to you're going to fall. Nope. You're going to stand. And I always remember that. And I always, you know, that's a part of my mantra of being able to be well informed about getting things done so I can maintain the quality of life I'm looking for. But but I, I totally agree. I and I also think it comes from a generational thing. If you're not married, something's wrong with you. Because down yeah. here south, I actually feel sorry. I'm sorry to southern listeners, but I do because I'm thinking, you're so worried about getting married. Well what was the last time you read some books or traveled around the world or or done something for yourself instead of just wanting to be married to say you married that don't work for me but, but uh, I think I think it makes you more interesting as a person and more attractive to somebody else if you've developed your life and developed your career or developed your 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 hobbies all of that stuff I think really makes you attractive yeah no, um, I, I, no, I think it, yeah I agree it does you know, I mean there's yeah. so much more to talk about I have so right. much to talk about uh you want to do something off your list of of uh Oh, yeah. 10 dating tips? Okay, so 10 okay. dating tips. Mm-hmm. Um, well, number one, I had mentioned that. It says, okay, ladies, so here's what we're going to do. We're in our 50s. We're starting a clean slate. Let the past go. That's one thing. Let the past go. Let's not bring all the stuff with us. But what you want to do, here's some suggestions. You want to write down your short-term and your long-term dating goals, right? And then your short-term goals are all about who you want to meet that's interesting and make sure that the interest of it is first fun. Let me meet someone and let's get into fun space before you start throwing all the big heavyweight questions out there because you're trying to find out. See, there are stages to dating. When you look up dating in Wikipedia, there are stages. The first stage is let me see if this person even qualifies for dating, meaning more dates. So that, that first time, just meet somebody fun, go out there, have an interesting time. And then, of course, the long term goal is to, you know what? This dating thing's working. What are your what are your goals long term? My goals long term is to eventually have a committed relationship. That's what it is. Not with you and if it works out that way, but that is my goal. I'm not here to play a game. How about that? That's one. What do we think about that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was deep. <laughs> I haven't written down a thing. I don't know if I am going to write that. <laughs> I, I might. I might do something else on this list, but I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna write anything down. But okay, well, number we'll two, see. you have number two in front of me. What, yeah. You want to talk about that because that's what yeah. so many uh, people do. Okay, number two is stop making excuses for not dating. That is that is a bad thing. You don't want you don't want to do that. You know, if not now, when? <laughs> right. You know. Right. Right. One one thing, and both Latanya and I work from home and have worked from home for for many, many years now. Right. And one thing, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing, but it's also a bit of a curse because you start to stay in more instead of going out. And so the opportunity to meet people is actually going out. Um, right. And so, you know, you have to now make an effort. I have to make more of an effort to go out to meet new people. And that's the other thing. You can't stay in. You got to, you got to, whether you yeah. get, go with your girlfriends or whether you go with yeah. a, a best friend. Yeah, people meet me at some conference people. or workshops right. or at a class right. I'm teaching or something right. like that. But besides right. that, I told you, I told you, right. and don't, you don't have to wait till the 10 pounds come off, even though it may make you feel better. That's fine. But that will be another excuse. I'm really going to wait till I'm, I lose weight. Just start getting out a little more. As, as right. And you don't always have to go to a bar. You can go to a museum. You can go to a park. You can go to a street festival. You can take a cooking class. There's great people out there. I think there really are great people out there to meet. And they just, 
need to find each other. But you can't. They can't find you if you're home. Well, here's a heavy one. Now, this is a heavy one, what? ladies. I'm telling you, this is a heavy one. Number three says, <laughs> remember that men aren't women, and men bodies. Because we have a tendency. Now, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no, no. I'm not going to say we because I know I don't for sure. But um, often there's that in, that that thinking that I'm going to. I want a man to communicate me like my my women friend. I I've met women that says I don't have any women friends because I just really need a husband. And I'm like, that's never going to work because you have to have those conversations with girlfriends, and you cannot expect to have a girlfriend conversation with a grown man. It is not. It just doesn't fit well. Um, it's two different conversations. So tip three: understand that the language men speak and, and that you may hear from a, from a, a great guy. He is not a woman. Men, just pay attention. It says men don't don't love talking about feelings, although they are more emotional than you think. And so you have to sort of balance that conversation. I know if you roll in there and you giving your whole daddy story and how much you need somebody to love you, they're gonna run. I know they're going to run. That is true. Fast. They're going to run fast. They're going to run fast. Right. Okay. I'm doing tip number four, but I'm going to throw in tip number three and a half. Okay. Which is be yourself. Oh, yes. Just be yourself. Be who you are. You're wonderful. You're lovable. You're kind. And that's going to show through to somebody. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. You're perfect the way you are. And you don't want to come with the facade and then when you really start to see that person they can see that you're not the person that they thought you were so you have to be yourself that's tip number three and a half but number four is end the cycle of being overly perfectionist about what men must have in order to date you it's far more important to look for someone who will make you laugh and open your heart than it is to find a man who is six feet tall Oh, I totally hmm. agree. Which I is totally odd. Agree. A friend told me just yesterday that one of her requirements is that a guy be six feet tall. And I said to her, why? She was like, well, because I want him to be taller than me. I was like, oh. Girl, I've heard people say, well, in order for me to marry a guy, he has to go to my church and dance. And I'd be thinking, and you're going to be sitting in that wheelchair at 80 by yourself in the senior house. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because someone can't dance, th- that's on a list that you should be ashamed of yourself. No wonder. I just want to say that. No <laughs> or that you're wonder. Not six feet, or that you're not six feet tall. I was like, can he be five, nine? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, we got, we're, uh, we're not perfect, and you shouldn't expect anyone else is perfect. And right. I'm going to say something exactly. to the center. I think if these tips, and you know me, I'm, a, uh, I'm an equalist. I think these tips... Um, support no matter who you're dating. You know, if you are, um, um, what is it, transvestite, whatever. These are these are tips that really, or, or gay, these are tips that are really in the rim of the emotional piece, the brainy piece, the, your behavior piece. These apply to everyone. These apply to men and also the applies to women. If a man stepped to me and tried to talk football, I'll look at him. But don't expect me to watch every game with you because I'm just not. I'm not that girl. Someone else is. Um, but if that's a, if that's a deal a, breaker, if that's a deal breaker, that's cool. Yeah. Because you weren't for me. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good tip four and a half, which is know your deal breakers. Yeah, know your deal breakers. So we're yeah. adding tips. Tip mm-hmm. four, yeah. four B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's, 
And so let's see, number five is get out of your comfort zone and date men who are different. And I believe that. Yeah. I love difference. When I see people online um, talking about uh, how they are, you know, upset that another person of a different race, I'm my heart, I'm not, it's not broken, but I'm so disappointed because I, I know we should have come further along. The fact that so many people still believe interracial marriages is, is a problem and it's a blow against their culture. They just need to read more books. The more you know, the better you are. And it doesn't make sense, especially when you understand um, our differences are just a few flakes of color pigmentation on the on the outside which affects the stories we have but but interracial relationships are beautiful they were a beautiful example of love mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out your comfort zone yeah tip number six whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right which means that you have to get out there and take a chance you can't Right. Sit home at the kitchen table and think somebody's going to ring the doorbell. They're not. And, you know, when I go out, I don't go out looking to meet anybody. I just go out and have fun. Yeah. And if, you know, the worst thing that could happen is you could actually go out and have fun. You can actually go. And, and most people think that the outcome, you know, I was never the club girl. I lived in. No, neither did I. I wasn't the club never. girl. And people assume if you knew, you know, I, I'm just not the club girl. I have nothing against club gl- girls. Mm-hmm. But museums, art shows, um, festivals, events, get out of your space and go out there. If you, you know, go to the flea markets and go out of your neighborhood, for goodness sake. Because so many people live within the 20 blocks of where they stand. Mm -hmm. Get your butts out of your neighborhood. Um, Go to different places of worship uh, if you're if that's your thing, visit other places and and um, just change things up. Just change things up. You know, I think sometimes people think you need a lot of money to date or to be out and that's to be out. Point. And and mm-hmm. and actually, the stuff that I love to do is free stuff. I'm a free girl. Take me to a New York <laughs> City street festival. Oh my god! I am happy. <laughs> How about you sitting know. on a bench and oh, yeah. Uh, Central oh, Park? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just yeah, playing I'm, a great game of dominoes or backgammon. Or I really can't wait for the weather to change in New York because I want to take my bike out. I want to go out on the bike and right. I would just want to ride in the bike. I mean, to in the park or or whatever. Window shopping. Um, right. You know, you know I, I have to tell you because, you know, I, I'm a member of museums and of, I, of different forms of music, whether it's classical music and opera. I've had more men to approach me um, at those particular locations, especially at a museum. Oh, forget it. I mean, I'm a, I'm hot. I'm a hottie at a museum. <laughs> the sisters rolled up <laughs> with her hair done. And, and, and then I know what I'm talking about. You know, mm-hmm. when people walk up on me, they're like, you know what that is? I go, ha, you asked the wrong person. And they go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to go, go to cultural places and um, meet people. We're going to yeah. go to a break in about two minutes, but here's a quickie. Dating men with children, is that a deal breaker for you? Uh, at this point, the men that I'm meeting that have kids, their kids are grown pretty much. They're in their 20s, early 20s and stuff like that. I mean, it's interesting to hear some of the stories and some of the issues that they're dealing with their, with their kids. And it's like, hey, you know, sometimes um, it's an issue and sometimes it's not like, you know, 
you one is there a lot of baggage that might come along with this um, because they got issues, you know, at home. You know, that person still has a home life with 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 these kids, and even often an ex wife. And I know, because the wife, the ex wife, doesn't she doesn't go away because the kids. No, are none there. of that relationships, spending holidays together, that stuff sometimes doesn't go away. So yeah, it can be an issue. You know what, after the break, and because we're going to continue with the tips, but after the break, have you ever, I mean, I I think it's very appropriate if you've said, look, I think we're going to really move this dating to another level and we're in this relationship looking for long-term companionship or partnership. Uh, I need an HIV test. I need a test. I need a health test. And I'm going to throw it in there. You just said a, a mouthful. I need a bi- bipolar test. <laughs> you, yeah, we need two tests. Let's just get healthy. Let's just know what we're dealing with. And I and I say that with a giggle, but it's really not funny. And I'm not, I wouldn't do it to, to make that person feel bad. I was just saying, let's just come to the table with all of our stuff so we can get it healed up and start working on it before we start making these other level of commitments. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to know. Well, well, we're going to be going to a break cuz we're down to our 30 seconds. So when we get back, we're going to we're going to I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the test, yeah. the HIV mm-hmm. and the other things and um and we'll be right back. Not just talk radio, Tanya and Tony. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Financial freedom and money are subjects that many people are uncomfortable discussing. These don't have to be. Listen for Money, Mindset, and Love with Thomas DeShooter. We're all about sharing ideas with tips, amazing guests, and input from you, the listeners. It's time to dream big and help each other reach our goals. Not only will you get closer to financial freedom, but you'll learn more about spirituality, work-life balance, and empowerment. Listen live Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Influencers. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk. Yeah, I mean, Tony and Tanya, we're sitting here talking about dating in our 50s and just a little shout out to the women and going over some t- cool tips and and just real keeping it real conversation. And, yeah, uh, y'all, um, Latanya's telling crazy stories while we're on break. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> but just before we went to break, we talked about in your 50s, do you have the, the, the balls, the gusta? to sit down with that person you're interested in as you push along in that date and say, look, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get a physical and I need you because we really want to kick this up a notch. And if we're going to take this serious, I think I would position it like that. If we're going to really take this thing serious and those are our intentions, let's just put our health out there. I want to know if he got diabetes. I want to know, I want to know, is this person, let me tell you what I'm looking for. There's nothing worse than loving someone that don't love themselves enough to take care of themselves. And that is a fear. If you're madly in love with someone, but you have been, you're in this situation and then they get ill and you have to beg them, beg, make, and then they steal. You know you have diabetes. Why are you sucking down that, 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 that soda? That affects both of us. You don't love yourself enough and love me enough that and I need to know that's one of my deal breakers I need to know are you that person that is willing now if you woke up to, to, um, Tony mm-hmm. and, and, and my partner because that's what I call them my partner we're partners my partner end up ill and did everything they were supposed to do or tried to do or thought they were doing well I got you nobody I'm gonna help you breathe but if you wake up and you don't care enough to care for yourself that's a deal breaker for me booyah well, well, you know, I, need, I need a physical well, to get my clean. I need to start with a clean slate. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is an issue because uh, not long ago I met met somebody who I like. He's a smoker. I'm not. Oh, no, no smokers. As Nisha say, it's stupid. Sorry. And I'm like, oh damn, you know, smoking at this point. I was like, who still smokes? That's. I remember I the bubble over my head was like. So I was hoping that this person was interested in quitting and is not interested in quitting. He's not interested in quitting. Yeah. And well, has a um, an ailment that he should not be smoking. Oh, boy. What? So as nice as he is and as much as I might like him, that could that's a deal breaker. I saw I heard the silence because you probably were saying, let me tell you how quick he had to get out of my house smelling like smoke. Uh, no. <laughs> no, there, was, there was a little I, silence there. Well, but I, I think I think he he did not smoke at my house. How I found out he smoked was I went to his house oh, wow. and that's when I found out he was a smoker. It's just but. so at a certain age. You just have to, I mean, someone said to me, oh, Dr. Nisha Sandra, who was on the show. And and then, of course, you know, we had the, the personal trainer, Reggie Thornton, and he was like, what you do to your bodies in your 50, and your body in your 50, no S, um, right. that is the outcome in your late 60s and 70s. Yeah, just 20 think, years from now. 20, 10 20 years, 20 from, years now. from now. And, and benefits. like I said, I'm a superhero, but if you don't care to go to the therapist and do what you got to do, I got to walk. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing it. And that's just for me. Other people are other people need that for whatever reason. 
Mm-hmm. But something to think about. But I still, I'm going to encourage all women because HIV and these other uh, venereal diseases are very, very high for people in their 50s because they let yeah. their guard down. Right. We're the fastest growing prop- population. We're the fastest HIV growing and population. HIV yeah. and, and AIDS. Very sad. And, and so very, very sad. And so to, to have all that knowledge and, and, and life experience and then don't have your partner be tested. It doesn't make sense, ladies. It doesn't make sense. And 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 so, and 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 it's okay to get your husband. Your, your <laughs> I'm gonna cross over into another show. If you think your husband fooling around and tapping on other doors, go ahead because I have friends that worked very very hard and did everything they were supposed to do, and their husbands infected them with HIV. And uh, their life is forever changed. And I'm, that, I'm, I'm saying that one on a serious note, correct? Hey, let's yeah. jump back into, um, we were on seven. Oh, I love number seven. Well, mm-hmm. We should say we're getting this from Huff, uh, HuffingtonPost.com. And uh, I, I'm a fan tips. of Huffington yeah. Post and, and these t- these 10 dating tips. And I can post them if you like or whatever. Whatever you like, contact us. We'll, we'll let you know. Uh, it says stop dating from your mind and start dating from your heart. Your heart doesn't necessarily want your mind, does what your mind do. And, and um, let, me, let me do that over. Your heart doesn't necessarily want what your mind does when it comes to men. Remember, your mind is always trying to keep you safe and in a comfort zone. But your heart? Your heart, your heart wants you to feel loved and cherished and, and, and all these qualities that you want. And, and, and that's the cushy part. Um, I, I think that's a major problem with women in their 50s because they have had the children, had a previous relationship, start taking care of their pay, parents. And then they look to their partner the, the, this, or this person they're dating and they re, they're coming from the heart and they need all of this nurturing. And then they want that 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 man or woman in their 50s to, to fix, to fill all the void from all the other stuff. And there's two different things, right? I, I love that. It's yeah. the mind and the heart. And there has to be a balance. It has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. I've heard women say to me, well, you don't understand. My father and mother was divorced and then I was divorced. So this time and I go, whoo, if that joker should run when you show up <laughs> because <laughs> your man going to be on punishment. <laughs> All right. Well, that was t- what tip was that? That was tip number seven. That was tip number seven. Tip number seven B. Take yourself <laughs> to therapy if you need to get some help and some perspective. Help. On your life and your dating situation. Go to therapy. Therapy is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Go. Go for the experience. You will have a better dating experience if you talk to somebody about some issues before you go out and try to meet somebody. That's the worst thing. Don't bring your issues to a dating relationship. It's not fun. Not cute. And I've had people say, I don't need therapy because I go to church. Church is not... A professional therapist. Now, church is, church is healing. It's encouraging. But I'm going to tell you, find the right therapist and go to therapy. They strategically know how to communicate with you to really, in a, the proper order, uh, to, to unfold those stories and, and heal you back up. It really, really works. Um, it yeah. really, really works. It's I, I almost call it magical. <laughs> yeah, it's not bo- not booga booga, spooky, ma- you know, magical in regards to uh, it's, it's just so beautiful. Well, really eight, open your life up, really open your very quickly. I, I would rather go therapy than date. Uh, I'm just that's just me. See, see, <laughs> right, I'm gonna marry some nice little person from some uh, nice therapist. <laughs> yeah, some nice therapist that's Greece, they're from Greek. Yeah, uh, uh, it's my um. So how about this one? 
go from invisibility to rock star visibility. Great photos. Oh, that's when you're talking about online. So to talk about online, you know, online works for some people. I know, let me tell you, Tony, I know a couple where she is a minister and he is an atheist and they're biracial. He's, mm-hmm. he's white and she's black. They met online and they have been together for 18 years. Hey, just it just worked, and I guess you know. I don't know. I guess you know, but I did. You have you ever dated online? No. Well, I went and put in a. I put a profile online. I didn't do anything. I put a profile up, hit the button so people could see my profile, and the results really were all teachers. I mean, they were sending me pretty much teachers, and I couldn't quite figure out what that was about. Everybody was a teacher. They can't afford so, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she has an ensemble. Was, when a woman has an ensemble, yeah, an ensemble. you need to had, go home. <laughs> I haven't had an ensemble since I was like 18 years old. No, I but, don't think um, anything wrong with dating online. I just don't have, it's just not me. I just, Tony, I'm over, I'm overly indulged in home renovations and traveling and writing strategy. Yeah, but we got, like, we got, we got four minutes. So we got to cover these last two. <laughs> um, Number wait, 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 let me share something with you instead of in the last four minutes instead of the list, because I think everybody can look up the list. But I just want to mention that I read um, Arthur Ashe, the tennis great Arthur Ashe's autobiography. And there was a piece in there that stuck with me to this day. And Arthur Ashe talked about the fact that he and his wife, his fiance, then Jeannie, were getting married. And uh, the uh, ambassador, Andrew Young, was marrying them. And so... The day before the ceremony, they went to see him in the afternoon at his apartment just to go through the ceremony and, you know, what to expect and so forth and so on. So they get there and he answers the door in his bathrobe. So they were like, oh, we, you know, we're sorry to disturb you. You were expecting us. Um, you know, we didn't, you know, were you, you know, he says, well, I, I, you know, I'm just getting myself prepared for bed because I, I have to do, uh, you know, I have to marry six people tomorrow. And they were like, oh, we were not aware that you're doing other weddings tomorrow. He says, no, I'm only doing your wedding. So they were like, what do you mean you're marrying six people tomorrow? He said, each of us are three people. Who you think you are is one. Who you say you are is two. And number three is who you really are. And he said, in order to have a successful relationship, all six of these people have to get along. Boom. Wow. Drop the mic. That's it. That's a drop the mic. That stuck with me. And this book came out in the 80s. Wow. And I remember this. Well, you know, I, I, not only do I agree with that, but then when you add to the thought that mm-hmm. we're constantly transforming our right. experiences, if right. you, when you lose your one of your parents, um, your that behavior, you. it, that changes you. And, right. and when you find out you may or may not, when you if you have an illness, that changes you. So um, have some fun, ladies and, 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 and men. Have fun um, when you're out there looking for a relationship. Do it. Do it. There's someone for everyone. You know, I know they say there's a shortage, but there really is. I believe that there really is someone um, for everyone. And, and go check out these 10, ten tips. Um, yeah. and, and and do a little research and write things down. And 
what can I say except don't forget, let me see you get out of your neighborhoods. Let me see you change your conversation um, that you're having and get out of that comfort zone. You know, my mother said, my dad passed five years ago. My mom said, I would get married. I was like, yeah, <laughs> over my dead body. Um, but I didn't really mean it. And and that means that not only in your 50s does this work, but it works in your 60s and 70s and even 80s. I mean, People get married in their 80s for that wonderful companionship and often say they've met the love of their life, life, their love of their life. Or or they oftentimes will go back and end up meeting up with somebody from their early part of their life. Right. And and marrying it, dating and marrying that person, which I think is great. We're we're down to we're down to the minute. Um, Make sure just. To treat people the way you want to be treated. How about that one, Tony? Treat people well, the way you want to be treated. That's, and uh, That's true. Unless you use the old Chris Rock adage, don't send your representative. <laughs> don't send the representative. Be your real self. Be your, be your real self and leave room for growth and never stop growing. If no one told you they love you today, we do. Me, myself, Tanya, and Tony. Have a great and, day. And Tony, have a great day. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 